Welcome to another episode of AFP Top 3 with Rachel, Kristen, and Annie. My thought process. Again, better late than never, Kristen. Yeah, you know, at least it was it was done. I've actually recorded my top three. Go to bed. So. Wow. Mine are too long to record. Yes. I don't have that time. I haven't recorded anything yet. Close my door, please. One of mine was long. I think it was like five parts. Oh wow. Five parts or six yeah. parts? Five parts. Just wondering. I'm telling you. For I no think, apparent reason at all. It's probably I think we might have one. We, we might, might have, have crossover. I double checked. I'm like, no, five. This is gonna be interesting. This is gonna be interesting. I'm so I don't so know. So can I interrupt for a second? Absolutely. We weren't recording earlier, and I think it's important that we maybe should help people who don't know how to navigate gossamer as well as you know yeah. me and Kristen clearly no <laughs> it, it can be hard it, it's you know the dark ages of the internet back in the day the 90s and um so Kristen how did you search for some of your fic here I put in scully leaves scully quits but I also tried them in each. Give me one second here. Let me pull it up so I know exactly what the. Well, she does that. Let me just tell you, I shared that I made my list basically in the last 24 hours and we weren't <laughs> recording because I'm a slacker and we had this whole fun little cute conversation about how we're going to have crossover because Rachel, who only ever reads AO3 because she is. Not an X Files product of the '90s. Um, doesn't use Gossamer, and I had a struggle with searching on Gossamer. I found myself another way, um, and so I guess Annie and Kristen are gonna teach us and me because I know. Well, I mean, it's it. not. I, I don't know about for Annie. It's not like a, you know, a one way to do it. But I usually you go to the search engine, and I'll type in what I'm looking for in the summary. And in the keywords, like at different times, oh. I'll search once with the summary, and then I'll search once with the keywords, because sometimes they come up in one but not the other. Mm, good point. I kept looking in keywords. That was my problem. Yeah, no. If you look in the summary, like I would leave, like Scully leaves Mulder, Scully leaves the FBI, Scully quits the FBI. Oh motherfucker! Look at all of these. Yes. God <laughs> damn it. You're funny. So that you I know mean, what's really funny. None of these are on my list. So now I'm curious, Rachel, how did you do it? Because you yeah. clearly came up with some gossamer fix as well. What were your results and how did you get, Oh no, not what were your results? How did you get your results? Yeah. Um, welcome to today's top three. Uh, today we're doing Scully leaves the FBI and I have to let you know that well, not leaves, not so much leaves the FBI, but Scully leaves. Yeah. Oh, hold up. Scully's gone. I mean, hold up, I, hold up, hold up. Cause I, that changes. That yeah, I'm stuck things. with leaving the FBI, and like that's not fair. Yeah. I have a little of both. Mm. You're just breaking the rules. No, it was leaves the FBI, not leaves. 
that's not fair. Cause my list would have been different. Yeah. I actually I took one off my list because same. Yeah. <sighs> this changes everything. Put it back on your list. No, it's too late now. <laughs> my list is set. I'm not, I can't change. I got to stick with what's there. It'll be too crazy making to change my list. I'll just put it in an honorable mention. I will. Oh, so, oh. But then that's going to tell you how I found most of mine. Oh, okay. Well, can you tell us at the end? I mean, I can tell you now. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, and it doesn't really. Uh, Come here, Bella. So, so the place that I started was just looking through all of the fight the future stuff. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's usually the biggest and the best and the most obvious part because she either leaves and go to Salt Lake City or she just says, fuck this, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I don't have, I mean, I think I have a couple where she's in Utah, but the rest of them are her elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel really bad about that. However, for the last three months, this Google Doc has just says Scully leaves top three. I so, mean, I mean, I'm the one that made it leaves the FBI. I just apparently said, fuck it. And... Because there is one of mine where she does leave for Utah that probably would have made my top three list, mm-hmm. but she doesn't leave the FBI. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Annie you know and I might have crossed over at that point. <laughs> okay. But that's okay. We'll see. Next season. Yeah. Next season, Scully gets exactly. But yeah, but that's how I've always found stuff on Gossamer is just to go to whatever I'm looking for, like episode wise mm-hmm. um however i will also say that lily dale just wins everything with her master list yes mm-hmm. yeah so bless her but yeah uh that that's that's it that's how i that's how i did it that's still sort a really good way to do it yeah go by episode or movie yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because when I'm first looking for, when I like first join a fandom and I start looking for fic, that's usually how it, that's usually how I do it. I think of, you know, what episode would I have written a fic for? And then I just kind of dive in at that point and read what other people said. Yeah. I guess I wasn't too stuck on season or episode for this one. Mm-hmm. It didn't really bother me at what point it was. I think I was just so frustrated with not being able to remember ones that I know that I've read that I loved that I just said, you know what, I'm just going to make this easy on myself. Well, Chris, I'm not Kristen. I'm sorry, Rachel. You know, do you go beyond 4458? What? Um, The website beyond 4458, which takes. I don't even know what that is. Oh, my goodness i'm gonna link you to it it takes you episode by episode and granted this is kind of an old site i don't it looks like possibly the last time it was updated was 2009 but you can go episode by episode and it takes you back to some older stuff that you might not easily find these days no because i didn't know that this existed i'm putting it in the chat now i'm there it's there I am what the F man. Yeah. And it takes you to the movies. It takes you 
wherever you need, baby. Except the revival. Oh, well, um, yeah. yeah. Well, because if it wasn't updated since two thousand nine. No, I'm joking. I was joking. Oh, there's a magic shell. Oh, sorry. I'm fine. A what? Magic, oh, magic shell five. Oh yeah, it's gonna be sexy. Sorry, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be quiet now. I'm sorry. No, yep. no. Fight the future, NC seventeen. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, awesome. I got lost. We, we are all learning so many things this evening. But we need to dive in. Okay, let's do it. Kristen needs to go to bed. True. <laughs> I think we all need to go to bed, not just me. I yeah. I haven't been sleeping well, so oh, I'm yeah. never sleeping well. Whatever. Okay. Um. Welcome to the reverse season. We didn't really do our thing. Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm Kristen. Annie. All right. <laughs> AFP top three. Scully leaves <clears throat> the FBI. <laughs> Sort of. <laughs> sort of, kind of. Okay. Um, damn it. My goal over the rest of course of the rest of the season is to try not to say um so much because editing that last one, oh my fucking God. It was awful. It was so there's bad. software that will just pull the ums out. Yeah, but do I talk like this in normal conversation? That's the thing. Because if I do, it's really it unprofessional, with, I think. It doesn't match with the conversation. It more matches with, like, the frequency of it. hmm I mean, I mean, I could probably do that in audacity. I just don't ever yeah. realize that I'm saying it that much. A, that's why I have pretty much a script written out for each thing. Or not a script, but, like, exactly what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, 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 see, I did it too. Um, I did it too. Feel free to keep that in. That's why <laughs> I have it all written out. But you probably do it in conversation. Right now, you're trying to convey a message or like, uh, you know, describe something, and that's probably why you're saying it more. Or mm-hmm. I'm assuming you say it more here rather than in com- and daily maybe conversation. Maybe I feel like when we're all having a conversation, it isn't as pronounced as it is when I'm sitting here with headphones on listening to all three of us just like critically listening so that I can edit things out sure so maybe we just don't realize it because I know I sure as fuck don't anyways sorry I just stopped myself from saying it again (laughs) now you're (laughs) conscious of it Mm -hmm. this is gonna be a really weird podcast (laughs) oh god are you are you drinking no, this is water. Oh. God, I wish I wish I was drinking. Am I, I the only I one drinking? I you are not allowed to drink. So. Okay. I need I'm dehydrated. And I finished off a bottle of wine the other night. So I okay. I got high, but not drinking. <laughs> mm, no, I had a wine glass basically full in the bath on Ooh. Saturday night when sounds relaxing. No. No, not relaxing. No. No. That was after okay. the call. So sorry. Yes. Nope. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're not gonna get into that. Okay. So my number three, uh, I guess is a cheat. Whatever. Call it what you will. <laughs> sorry. Can't believe it. I know. Uh my number three is the answering machine. 
by TSC 1121. It is very short. Uh, it's about 700 words on Gossamer. And it is, it's, it's short, it's sweet. Um, Scully goes to Utah. She's been there for just over a year. Uh, she left after Fight the Future, obviously. She's sitting around thinking about, you know, how she left and why she left. And she's just missing him. And she calls, but his machine picks up. And the message, warning incoming calls that he'll be out of town. And P.S. if this is Scully, I still need you. Mm-hmm. Right? So she's floored, like completely shell-shocked. And she hangs up. And she doesn't muster the courage to try calling for a few days. So she keeps calling and missing him. And there's a new message on his machine that he's snuck in for her that she, or hang on. Um, yeah. So there's, there's a new message on his machine, like every time, like a different one, every time she calls, which like, so all of them are different. So you have to kind of wonder like how many messages he snuck in for her that she didn't know about and the thought just kind of makes my heart swell at him just like repeatedly recording messages. But um, so a week or so later, she finally goes home, goes to his apartment, and she hears him home, and she calls him one last time. And I'm just going to read that part because that's the quote that I stole. So spoiler alert. <laughs> um, she left for Utah a little over a year ago. But 13 months, three weeks, and four days later, she was back in D.C. Now, Scully was in Alexandria, Virginia, on Hagel Place, standing in front of apartment 42. It was late, and she heard the steady clicking of the remote rapidly switching channels. She raised her hand to knock, but her fist stopped in midair. Turning away from the door, she pulled out her cell phone and dialed. Inside the apartment, his phone rang. On the second ring, it stopped. Closing her eyes and speaking softly, she said, Mulder, it's me. Aww. Did right? They, did they base it off a song? Does it say anything in the summary? Yes. Hang on. Where is it? Uh, country music song. It is, yes. Austin, yeah. right? Or something with that? Oh, I know that song. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. that's going to be stuck in my head. It, yeah, it's That's funny. So yeah. The author's note is, if you listen to country music, you'll notice that I stole a plot device straight from a song. Mm-hmm. I don't know the title, an artist, and had only heard it once. So I, of course, mm-hmm. had no permission whatsoever to use the essence of this song, Mia Culpa. It is yeah. um, It's Blake Shelton, Austin. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've heard that I've only heard it once. It's actually it's a cute it's a cute song and it's a great mm-hmm. idea. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to point out how 90s oh. this fic is. It's it a is. Totally, and it's a 90s song. Like I remember yeah. from high school. Yeah. Well, I don't know the song, but yeah. I remember changing your outgoing message, calling mm-hmm. in from a remote location to listen to your messages. This song mm-hmm. or this um this fic just yep. takes me back. I'm like, yeah, that is what it was like. Mm-hmm. I did do stuff like that. Wow. In college, yeah. my roommate and I, my freshman year, would change our voicemail that we were in the common room watching the X Files. 
Mm. <laughs> they needed us like during the X-Files time. That's cute. beautiful. Yep. I love Very it. Nice. I love it. Who's next? Yeah. Oof. You're next. I'm next. Okay. You are. <laughs> All right. I have trademark gift by Rebecca Ford on Gossamer. It is rated teen and up and it's 3,500 words roughly. In this fic, Scully gets called in to a meeting with Kirsch and Skinner and they tell her that she has failed in her job that they assigned her to with Mulder and that her skills would be better suited elsewhere. She's wasting her skills. She's wasting her life. She's wasting what she can provide to the FBI. So they're going to transfer her and she doesn't want to be transferred. So she quits and she goes to tell Mulder and she's really upset because Mulder's just very nonchalant about it. And later that night he shows up at her apartment and tells her that it was actually him. He ordered them to transfer her because he didn't want her getting hurt anymore and that he loved her so much. He couldn't, watch the pain and suffering she was going through and she's upset that he had no right to do that and he said well you know we can still work together you'll just be in a different department you'll be safer and she's like no I quit and so she leaves and she moves to Portland to become a doctor and it's one year later and she's talking about how it's been the hardest year of her life getting by without him and how much she did care about him and how she knows she'll never see him again. And on that one year anniversary, a package arrives and she opens the package and it's filled with sunflower seeds. And that's how it ends. It's very short. There's no resolution. Um, so I grabbed two quotes. Today marked one year. One year, it may seem like such a short time to most, but to me an eternity. I still don't know how I managed to get through these 12 months without him. Without getting up in the morning and going to work, either catching him leafing through some old worn out articles dating back to 1949 or watching his eyes twinkle when he tells me his theory on a case we're working on. And also got, um, oh, I forgot about this part. So when he's leaving her apartment right before she leaves to go to Portland, because it starts, the beginning starts with her in Portland. Then she thinks back and then it comes back to Portland at the end. Um, Dr. Scully, he saluted me, his eyes twinkling. After squeezing my hand one final time, he slipped it out of mine and walked slowly out of my life. Clutching the bag of sunflower seeds, I vowed I would never let them out of my sight. Imagine my horror when I stepped onto the plane and realized I had left them on the counter in my now empty apartment. I sobbed silently almost the entire flight. Yeah. So it's very unrequited love and sad and depressing. You know, like we lovely, like. like all of the fix that we shared today. Annie, yeah, what's your number three? My number three is called Far and Away by Lisa. Uh, now help me out here. I'm having trouble figuring out the website. It's it says Xanadu, but also Haven. Oh, I got it off of well, the Haven probably had it. I got it off of Gossamer and it pops up later on my list. Oh, okay, cool. My third one is called Far and Away. It is by Lisa, and I found it on Gossamer. It's about 11,200 words, rated R. 
Um, so in this, Scully basically decides to leave the FBI uh, after Diana fucking Fowley enters their lives and kind of reinserts herself into the X-Files as much as possible. Um, Scully is offered this job that she decides to take in Atlanta, where she ends up working for the CDC to help cure cancer. Um, I guess one of the things that I really liked about it was like how quickly this one flowed. The, the language is really accessible. Um, but also there's, you know, the jealous Scully aspect. Um, so Scully is set to go. Mulder shows up at um to her room she's staying at a hotel for the night before she leaves and he tells her how much she means to him um you know we're not scully thinks that it's probably in an effort to get her to stay and they make passionate love and then she leaves um okay so scully moves they're both miserable they miss each other but neither wants to really be the first one to reach out um, eventually, Scully starts dating some guy. Mulder's back with Diana. She's practically moved herself in. Um, they end up working things out. But I, the biggest thing is that Scully goes to a conference in D.C., doesn't expect to run into Mulder. Um, and she does. He's at some restaurant. Whoops. Sorry. He's at a restaurant and he's there with Diana. Um, they end up. Is this the one, Kristen, <laughs> where I have two where she goes to work for the CDC and I didn't realize it till later. So is this the one where she's no, it's not the one where she's giving shots to people. No. no. OK. How does it end? I don't remember. Um. So. <laughs> uh we could do stay tuned and i'll wrap up the ending we could okay okay so how do i wrap this up um you can just leave them at the restaurant scully runs into Mulder at the olive garden which i cannot picture diana i know olive garden. <laughs> that's true Back, i think right. i blocked it from my memory that <laughs> they were at olive garden but i was scrolling through it i was like the olive garden really <laughs> okay so i'm gonna stop there Kristen has more to say on this one. I'm going to let her wrap it up, but I do have a quick quote for my sad, lonely, darkest timeline people. <laughs> Scully was right. Diana had been more involved in the X-Files lately. He liked it. It was comfortable. They both thought along similar lines. She was more open to extreme possibilities, but he missed Scully playing devil's advocate. Sometimes the reality of science was what he needed to keep him in check. Not exactly as much of his dark, darkest timeline as I remember, but he's thinking about Diana. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. 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 <laughs> but he liked it. He liked Diana. And that's the part that hurt. That is the part that hurts. It hurts. Okay. My number two is Go Be by Amy Seymour, a.k.a. I'm going to butcher this. Invisivellum? Sure. I don't know. Gossamer says Amy Seymour, but it was a Lilydale wreck. Mm. 
And so it's on Gossamer, but I read it on the basement office. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Um, so it is about 6,000 words. It is rated G. Uh, it is a third person view of the Mulder and Scully relationship, which I ignored it for a second. Like I opened it and I kind of read a couple lines and I was like, oh, this is weird because it's all like first person, but it's like from this other party's point of view. Uh, so we meet Evan McKenna. I think that's his name. Uh, he works at a clinic in uh, New Orleans. And this is where I sort of didn't cheat, but I'm going to spoil and say that yeah, it's long story. Anyways, um, so Evan works at this clinic in it's either it's I don't know, somewhere in Louisiana. I'm um, with Scully, and he is wholly, wholly enamored with her, a bit Pendrel esque, and she even mentions it to him. Uh, he asks her out, kind of completely off the cuff, and he is just like so trying to play cool. He tells her about himself and then he just kind of like wheedles, like learn about her and she keeps talking, but like he's not actually learning anything about her, her. It's like, you know, this is my family and I was a Navy brat and, but nothing about, you know, Scully, Scully. The essence that is. Yes. Scully. That is Dana Catherine Scully. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, so while they're talking, he is convinced the more that she speaks that they are just meant to be. Um like two people in the right place at the right time and then she ends up breaking it to him that it's her last night that she's going back to the fbi which is where it's sort of cheated whatever turns out that Mulder had suggested because so you know the so it's in between where they get the x-files back but like their office doesn't exist because it got mm -hmm. burnt down so i guess there's like this big long time where she basically takes a leave of absence from the fbi and Mulder convinces her to go and be a doctor for a while mm -hmm. and so this is where she ends up um and but she needs to go back because she wants to do more than heal people she feels like she and Mulder are called to save the world and she ends up telling him all of this on this not a date, even though he kind of thinks it's a date or hopes it's a date or wishes it's a date. Um, but so Mulder had said that he was going to meet her in in Louisiana. But, you know, she's like, he's always been kind of impatient. And Evan's like, well, maybe he's already here. You know, maybe we missed him. Maybe you should go. Maybe he'll find you. And it turns out he's outside of the restaurant. So when she goes to leave, Evan sees him out there with her. And um, Evan, like, bows out gracefully-ish. And as he's, like, turning to leave, he sees Mulder lean in for a kiss. Um, because, as Scully notes, they had, like, unresolved issues between themselves personally as well. But it's super, super short and super sweet and i am definitely a sucker for watching anyone fall in love with dane scully anyone at all um so but i do have i have a quote it's kind of a longer one um 
we kind of pick up like mid Scully kind of explaining the situation about, you know, the office and whatnot. Um, she said, I was toying with the idea of leaving the bureau to practice medicine. Just toying, I ask, and I'm surprised by the sharp note in my own voice. I have a very bad feeling about what she's going to say next. Not just toying. I truly considered it. Considered. Past tense. And when I told Bro about it and he told me about your clinic, well, I am licensed in the state of Louisiana, oddly enough. She looks thoughtful for a moment, her fine brows drawn like arrows pointing to the faint line between them. She seems to think that being licensed to practice medicine in this state is rather odd. I don't have an argument for that one. She looks up at me with something like the light of revelation in her eyes. In a way, it almost seems meant to be. Meant to be, the phrase rings in my ears. I think we are meant to be, is what I want to say. But never, not even at my most smitten, would I ever utter a phrase like that to a woman. At least not on the first date. Not if I ever wanted to see her again. And I definitely want to see this woman again. And again. And again. I clear my throat nervously. <laughs> He's just so cute and awkward. <laughs> and she's just at the table. Like, you know the scene in... um. Who's watched Ted Lasso? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you know the scene after Roy tells Rebecca, like, you deserve somebody who thinks that you, you know, looks like you looks at you like they've been struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting there at this restaurant with this guy who's just fine. And she's, you know, they're just on this quaint little date, and she's just having this massive revelation that like this isn't what i want and roy's completely right and she ends up breaking up with him like literally right there on the spot this is kind of what this is this is this moment and it's adorable she's just yeah (sighs) it's cute but i like it um yeah awesome so that's that Kristen, what's your number two My number two is a two-parter. So let's see the best way to describe this. The first story that was written is called A Gift of Love, Scully's Story by Sarah B. on Gossamer. And then Sarah B. went and wrote the same story more from Mulder's perspective as well. So they tell the same story just from two different perspectives. Uh, so in the first one, it starts in present time, um, and Scully has just listened to a tape, and it's a tape that's been recorded by a man named Paul, and she's sitting with a little girl named Claire, and Claire's like, daddy was great, I miss him, and she's like, me too, more than I thought possible. So you're kind of left with this, you know, where did Scully meet Paul is Claire you know her daughter also you don't really know what's going on and then it goes off into three years earlier when Scully had left Mulder and it takes place during the time the three years before when Diana had come back to DC and Scully and the gunman you know had tried to kind of warn Mulder that Diana was dirty that she wasn't out for his best interest Mulder didn't want to believe it he was treating Scully really badly they had a huge fight um and after this fight Mulder takes off with Diana and they go out on a plane he ends up getting trashed for three days comes home married to Diana and Scully's like 
that's the final straw. Like I can't work with you. I can't have her in my life. She's dirty. You know, you've made your bed. You have to sleep in it now. And so Scully leaves, she goes back into medicine and she ends up meeting a man named Paul. And she met Paul through the hospital. Paul's daughter and his ex-wife had been brought in in a serious car accident and his ex-wife had died and she was able to save Claire. And after that, they started dating they ended up getting married. And towards the end of the story, they return home. Skinner has been like promoted. There's some big ball being thrown in his honor. And so Scully and Paul come to this ball and Scully's very nervous. Like Paul knows all about this man that she loved that it didn't work out and that just that he hurt her really badly. But she, he also knows about the partner Mulder, but doesn't know they're the same person. And Paul's like, you need to go. Like you need to support your friends and just ignore him if he's there. And so they go and Scully and Mulder have this interaction out on a balcony. And he's like, I love you. I fucked up basically. And she's like, it's too late. Like you can't say these things. I'm married. I'm happy. You know, we, we had our chance and you ruined it basically. And they leave. And then you find out at the end that while Scully and Paul were dating, Paul found out he had a brain tumor. And he didn't want to waste her time. And Scully was like, no, I still love you. And so they went ahead and got married, even though he had this brain tumor. And at one point she gets up to go fix them lunch and she comes back out and he had died on their outdoor balcony. And before he died, he had arranged these tapes to be delivered to Scully and to Mulder, telling them that most people don't get a second chance, but I know she loves you. I know you still love her. And this is your second chance. But if you're going to take her back, you're also going to be the father to my daughter and you can't screw it up again. And so it's up to you if you want to, on Mulder's end, it's up to you if you want to go to her, but she'll be waiting for you. Interesting. And, you know, in the end, he does. And, you know, they don't, there's no really exchange between the two of them. It's, Scully hears a car drive up and she opens the door and Mulder steps out of the car. And That's anticlimactic. It is, but it isn't. It's also really just kind of, you know, sweet. And then you get the version also from Mulder where Mulder's talking about how he didn't, he didn't want to see what Diana was. And it was easy to fall back into bed with her because it would be too hard to actually be vulnerable with Scully. Mm-hmm. Um. And then there's also, which it's actually, I think the quote I pulled for the one from Mulder's. Um, So the two men watched Scully re-enter the banquet hall. So Mulder, I just found out that you are the one that hurt Dana, Paul said too casually. I couldn't believe how many of your coworkers had Mulder Scully stories. They were all shocked when you ran off and married that Fowley woman. Mulder began to say something, but Paul raised his hand. No need, I really don't care. All I want is a promise that you won't try to interfere with our lives now. I love Dana and I will not tolerate you or anyone else causing her problems. Do we have an understanding? Paul didn't wait for Mulder's response before he walked back into the hall. Mulder was standing in the balcony doorway as he watched Scully and Paul leave. And then the one I picked from Scully's story is actually, I guess, it's a little more. um, Goodbye, Mulder. I don't want to be around when you find out what a lying backstabbing bitch you are married to. Oh, wait a minute. 
you are a lying backstabbing bastard. She slammed the door so hard she was sure she'd broken it. Not that it mattered to her at the moment. All she knew was she had to get away from Mulder and his betrayal. Even then, she knew it wouldn't take long for him to realize the truth about Diana. But she couldn't be there to pick up the pieces that time. She needed to get away to save herself. Ah. So, yeah. That's interesting. Interesting, yeah. Annie, what's your number two? Yeah, my number two is called Ordinary Life by Paige Caldwell. It is on Key of X. At least that's where I found it. It is about just shy of 33K NC17 for your liking. Uh, This one starts with a lot of action. Things move very quickly. Mulder is wheeled into the hospital where Scully now works after leaving the FBI. Wait, Uh, sorry. Yeah. When was it? Ordinary Life by Paige Caldwell. Is that on yours? It is not. Um, it almost made my honorable mentions. It's a good one. It's a it, yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, right. It's been over a year since they've seen each other. Mulder has a gunshot wound to the chest. There is a possibility that one of his lungs has collapsed or will collapse, uh, and he's wheeled into surgery. He comes out okay. Skinner comes with all of the exposition and explanation of everything. The the X-Files have been shut down because Mulder wouldn't take Diana Fowley on as a new partner. Um, He's kind of the golden boy of BVU, behavioral. What? BVU? Is it BVU? BAU or VCU? I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) Getting my criminal minds, my X-Files mixed up. It was BCU, or no, VCU on, no. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. Hold on. Or I'm going to do a search. Annie, that was one it of was my- a violent. It was violent crimes, wasn't it? Yeah, the bi- VCU, violent B- crimes. VCU. So that was a typo. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And then BAU <laughs> on criminal minds. It's behavioral analysis unit. Yeah. Guys, I'm not doing well these days. Hey, I'm just I need so a thing where mistakes. he joins the BAU. Mm. Yeah. See? Okay. Anyways, carry on. All right. So he joined so, something. BCU. Um, <laughs> uh, we find out that Scully lied to Mulder. She said that she was going to be in San Diego be closer to her family but she's actually in baltimore which is ridiculously close to Mulder. um so scully ends up taking Mulder back to her home where he can rest and recover um but he's not being discharged to go back to dc yet he's not well enough for that now while at the house in baltimore Mulder accidentally sees scully's encrypted email from the cdc parentheses don't put this in this is why i kept getting my two fix confused actually you can keep this in i don't give a crap they're both very good they're both very good but i'm like oh crap i like two fix where she goes to work for the cdc i mean it makes sense that's where she would go so it does it does it made keeping the story straight very difficult for my little brain yeah um And throughout the story, you get these hints that Scully might not just be an ER doctor. Uh, 
should I do my quote now or should I finish my however you want? Yeah, let me let me just see. I guess I'm going to do my quote now and then I'll finish the story. Um, Scully, he hesitated over a question which had been tormenting him. Why are you in Baltimore? You told me you were moving to San Diego with your mother. She tried to appear nonchalant. Plans change, she answered cautiously. I wish I had known, he remarked. Why? How would that have made any difference? There was a hint of sarcasm in her voice. To have known you were so close? Coming from a man who traveled to Antarctica to find me, you're going to quote distances? She chided him. You're right, he clarified. Distance really had nothing distance really had nothing to do with miles. Scully dropped her head and stared at the floor. He noticed how her hands clenched the railing of his bed. The skin across her knuckles grew white. He reached out suddenly and clasped and clasped his hands over hers. I'm sorry, Scully. That wasn't fair. Um I don't know. I just I really like this kind of like push and pull and you're here, but I you're close, but not close enough. I don't, I really like it. Um, anyway, he's at the house and he is not snooping, but he accidentally ends up reading one of her emails. It turns out the skull that Scully isn't actually working just as an ER doctor. She is but um, it kind of goes a little bit deeper. She works as an operative for the CDC, giving patients a vaccine for the alien virus as they come into the ER. And she even gave it to Mulder. And he finds this out. He is obviously very upset because this goes against, you know, all. it's, it's a violation. These people don't know that they're getting inoculated against the alien virus. And it's pretty fucked up. Um but even more so, we find out that her being recruited into the CDC was all planned by Diana Fowley. Anyway. Does Scully know this? Um, that's a really interesting question. Not, I think she doesn't know until the end, but no, I don't, I don't remember think she the details. The end. And is this the one? Because, okay, this was one that I pulled up tonight that I was like, oh, I was going to read. And I started skimming. And I'm like, wait, I have read this. Mm-hmm. I can remember the ending and I didn't have time to go back to it. Mm-hmm. Is it the one where the hospitals are getting blown up? Where the doctors are working also? And like Mulder and Scully like flee like right as like the hospital gets blown up? I don't that- think so. Okay, that's a different one where she leaves and she's working for a hospital with the alien virus. <laughs> No, I don't remember any hospital being thrown up, uh, blown up, not thrown up. There's another one where she's like working in this hospital, something with helping with the fight of the alien virus and they won't tell Mulder and Mulder eventually finds out and he like has to go save her and like they flee, like rise the hospital gets blown up. No. Okay. And that's where I was confusing this evening. I was like, I can't put this one on my list because I don't remember. Mm Mm-hmm. But I remember that part because she lives in the on the water, the t- condo on the water. I think. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Sure. I things do I remember. Story. Things that I remember evidently from the story. <laughs> not- I I did a search for condo, and I'm not. Maybe not. Maybe that I might be know. the other one also. Interesting. But, 
let's see. Skipping to the end. Clearly, I missed a whole wealth of fit. I mean, the Gossamer years were were good. Oh, here it is. Yeah, it does because she said, oh. yeah, she says they're driving and she says, yeah, she scoffed as she withdrew the needle and wrapped it back in plastic. I'm something all right because of me. Hundreds of lives were lost at Baltimore General yesterday. Hundreds. Don't blame yourself, Scully. You're not responsible. I was an operative. Blah, blah. Wait, so they're being blown up? Yeah, the hospital gets blown up at the end. Oops. Fine. <laughs> That's not the part of the plot that I was paying attention to. Clearly. I'm like, yeah, uh, get there. <laughs> oh my God. Scully, get out, he yelled, there's a bomb. Get out of the hospital now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. we'll a thousand. Together, Annie. We'll get through it together. We'll piece these fix together. Mm -hmm. I didn't oh, remember the Diana Fowley part. So oh, really? Okay. No. See, that's the part that intrigued me where I was like, yeah, Diana no. Fowley. I, I remember Mulder rescuing Skelly from the blown up building. <laughs> Goodness. Oh well. hold on. I, let me just double check. I don't have another quote. Hmm, I kind of like it. Agent Diana Fowley had been the catalyst to the end of her relationship with Mulder. Because of Fowley, she had lost her partner's trust. He had refused to see that his former lover was an integral part of the dark conspiracy. When she offered him proof, he had thrown it back in her face. It began a slow downward, downward spiral of their relationship. She had been too emotionally embroiled to, uh, to salvage it. And he had been too emotionally damaged to save it see that's right. what i was really paying att yeah. attention to right no, there. i actually I, i'm gonna reread it now so thank you that's some good shit right there you're yes. welcome that's <laughs> some good shit right there that's it that's all i got because yeah. i don't remember anymore <laughs> but everyone should read it because evidently yes. multiple people enjoy it so there's some really darkest good. timeline there's some like you know action there is action i really I like how quickly it starts it. off and you're like oh my god what's gonna happen well and i was skimming and it does have that part i like where the guy's like that former partner of yours and she's like he's not my former partner anymore <laughs> boom very drama you know it was a little dramatic yeah but, but it's thick way. it has to be oh yeah no mm -hmm. yeah I can see like her that, like spinning around, you know. Mm -hmm. All right, Rachel, number one. Okay. This was a surprise. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, now I'm curious. Yeah, you should be. Um, my number one is A Different Path by Pamela hmm. on Gossamer. It is rated G. It is 16,000 words. Uh, this one was different. It was definitely different. And it was funny because while I was reading it, I was like, wouldn't it be interesting if this happened? And then it did. And I was thoroughly shocked. And I'm going to give away some massive spoilers. <clears throat> so it's been 15 years since Fight the Future. And Scully... Scully and Mulder haven't seen each other since that. So I don't necessarily know if she like 
went to Salt Lake City, but like they basically just completely didn't talk anymore for 15 years. Totally likely. Absolutely. Um, so it's been 15 years since Fight the Future, and Scully is she's driving to see Mulder for the first time. And she is winding down some suburban family homes. And she's wondering about this life of his that she's going to stumble into. And what she finds is that Mulder has a son who is about 13 years old. And she is, Kristen's like, I know this one. Yeah, no. She's completely beside herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so she hangs around. She meets the son. His name is Sam. Uh, of course it is. And she and Mulder catch up and she, but she wants to know like about this kid because he had told her that Sam was adopted. Um, but she can tell that he isn't, he, he's got like just notes of Mulder that are obvious and the timing isn't right. And she's like, they wouldn't let me adopt Emily. Why the hell would they let this guy who's obsessed with the X-Files adopt a kid? Like that just doesn't jive. So, he, I'm totally going to spoil the whole fucking story. So tune out now if you don't want to hear it. Um, so Mulder sits her down and explains that cigarette smoking man had approached him attempting to make amends and ended up delivering a baby to him that was made with genetic material from when he was taken and from Scully's remaining OVA. So CSM just drops drops him off with this nurse and basically tells him to go to Scully, which, you know, seems wildly off base. But for the sake of the story, I'm in. Um, so Scully is she's rightfully livid, like absolutely livid because Mulder's had this kid. She had this, you know, she hasn't been told any of this. And so she's just got this 13 year old son with Mulder that she's never, you know, got to all of these things. Um, and I, Mulder tried to call her once and she didn't take the call, but like surely he would have, wouldn't have kept something like this from her. So Mulder convinces her to stay. She's going to like storm out and he's like, just stay. Like, obviously we have a lot that we need to talk about. Just, just stay the night. You can stay in our guest room, whatever. So she goes up to this guest room and there's box sitting there. And um yeah so and anyway, we got to back up so Mulder convinces her to stay and talk it through uh he insisted he tried to send her a letter with all of this information um and so in this box on the bed is just like you know there's some pictures and there's some other stuff and um, letters that Sam had written because he wanted to write his mom a letter, even though he didn't really know, you know, anything about her. And um, inside this box is the letter that Mulder tried to send her um, that she'd returned. And like, obviously, they have a lot to work through because she's still pretty upset and she's missed all of this time with her kid, but she wants to get to know him. And so she tells him that she'll stay. And there isn't a lot of like, I mean, he tells her that he loves her. Like, right off the bat, like, straight up, she's been at, at his house for, like, five minutes, and he, like, drops it, and they haven't seen each other for 15 years, so, like, um, but there isn't a lot of, like, shippy-shippy stuff, like, there's really no resolution other than, like, her saying that she'll stay, but it, but it was good, and it was just, 
it was just convoluted enough for me to be like, okay, sure. I'll keep reading. This is <laughs> just completely captured all of my attention. And it was funny because I'm sitting there reading it and I'm like, there really aren't more fic that talk about how they have genetic material from both of these beautiful people. Like, why wouldn't they make them a kid? And then I'm like, oh, oh, they did in the story that I'm reading. <laughs> That's cute. All right. Um, but yeah, no, I, but I loved it and I couldn't stop reading it and I couldn't put it down. And yeah. Um, and I have a short quote. Because I couldn't, all the ones that I wanted to pick were just really long. Um, women like me would never admit to such a romantic fantasy, being happy, having a family. But I had my share of fantasies. After all, that's what they tell you. If you're lucky enough to find the one person meant for you, you automatically get to have, get to live happily ever after. Of course, none of the fairy tales say a word about finding that one person, only to, only to find fear and pride plotting to keep you apart, or that you can love completely but are never able to find the words to say it, or that circumstances can intervene so that as much as you may long to, you'll never carry a child in your womb. You'll never hold your newborn baby in your arms. Hmm. So it's got some darkness. You know I like darkness. Um, I kind of want to reread that fic and have a whole discussion about it because I also just read one where Emily was returned to Mulder and Scully had left and he was trying to track her down and then he decided like in that fic he decided he just kind of liked being a father and he was mad at her for leaving so he wasn't going to find her Ooh, and gosh. I was like and I'm trying to remember the one you did. Like, I know she didn't return the letters, but I can't remember like all the bits and pieces about mm -hmm. why they were apart and how much he tried and what there happened. wasn't. There wasn't a lot of why they were okay. apart in this one. It didn't really dive into that very much. Yeah. Annie, you've had your hand raised a couple times. Oh, I was just wondering, Kristen, did we discuss this in the darkest timeline, not in a recording, but in the group chat, like I think way so. back when yes. the darkest timeline first started? Yeah, because I remember reading it. And, yes. And I feel like I feel like I had feelings like he didn't try, and we can cut this out, that he didn't try hard enough to tell her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't remember that, but I remember it was in connection with Mulder having a kid without Scully. Yes. Um, but yeah. we didn't choose this one to actually discuss yeah. in an mm -hmm. episode. Yeah. Okay. He didn't try hard enough, so... No. We don't need to cut that out. Okay. He doesn't fucking try Mulder. hard enough. Oh. And, and 13 just, fucking years. And that just like made me, I remember it making me angry that like he took that from her is how I felt. So anyway. Regardless, I couldn't regardless, put it down. Regardless, it's a great fic. I mean. It's a good story. It is. It is it's one of those that are wholly unbelievable, but you just can't look away. Because it is wholly yeah. unbelievable. Would I would I believe that CSM would would concoct a baby from their genetic material? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Do I think that it's completely plausible to use you know that word that there are like a hundred like mini Scully Mulders out in the world? Absolutely. <laughs> Do I think that Mulder would try to parent their child without her? 
Fuck no. No, no, no. He would run screaming to her in like the first five minutes. <laughs> yes. Seriously. Ugh. Anyways, it was great fic. Everybody should read it. <laughs> and then be equally angry. You're but- saying that there isn't enough fic where someone takes their genetic material and makes a baby, but there was that one syntax six story laws of motion and then the sequel yeah anyway you don't have to motion is the sequel to universal invariance okay so yeah again my brain's not really working tonight but that's not they didn't take their genetic material didn't they They, say that she got pregnant in arecibo didn't she yes but in the sequel they find out that emily was both of their kids yes that's it It's it's a small part of it but i'm just saying like Yes. There's also I want... long... Go ahead. Oh, there's a long running one called Patience and Grace that's still mm. being written and has been being written since I think the early 2000s. I will not be reading it. <laughs> Very long. It's good. Um, but in it, they find three boys that are like toddler age. Oh, and two of them are Mulder and Diana Fowley. Oh. God. And the other no. one is Mulder and Scully, but Mulder and I'm sick to my stomach. Together, and they raise the kids together. Okay. And, and that one also has a teenage son from his marriage to Fally, like pre-Scully. Um, Interesting. Anyway, and then they end up having a couple of kids together. It's a lot of kids, a lot of babies. See, that's... Uh, we might have to cut this out. I feel like Sorry. this is going <laughs> to... I feel like this is going to pull my my feminism card away. Uh oh. The only the only baby fic that I want to read is baby fic. Oh God, this is a horrible thing to say, but like, God, don't judge me, <laughs> Annie. Don't judge me. I'm just curious. I want to know what it is. Yeah. You're really teasing it. Like, I don't. It is not conceivable to me that. I mean, I understand William, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Them actually, like, getting pregnant and having a kid is just not conceivable to me. I cannot abide the, we're married, and now we have all these babies fixed, because I just can't do it. And as much as I think that it is a gross violation I want I want ready-made ova. I, I want embryos. <laughs> I want fertilized embryos. I don't really necessarily care how they come to be, but I want there to be fertilized embryos because well, I know you've got his and I know you've got hers. And I, I mean, just put them together and I, let's just find a billion kids saying, other places. The one I'm talking about, the two babies they have together were from fertilized embryos that she found. Yeah. I just... But... I, I mean... mean, it does get, I mean you, you can take patience and grace take early I mean, it's an entertaining story with some of the twists and turns in it take not that i want her to be medically raped i just don't no. think that like her them having domestic bliss is really them oh yeah no in this one they don't have domestic bliss at all and it I is not it. a traditional relationship no and, and so for them to have a traditional yeah 
marriage, domestic partnership does not feel realistic. It is not that story. That is not what the show is. And I'm sorry to all the people who like, that's the fic that you like. That's fine. It is not realistic at all for these two people. There is, there are maybe like rays of sunshine that sometimes glimmer through. It is mostly darkness and sadness. And Mm -hmm. as much as I hate the medical rape um yeah i i I don't know i i have lots of feelings on that that go way beyond this podcast yeah but it's it's more realistic based on the show than them like i'm pregnant with a baby yes like i want them to have kids but i don't want to read about oh look i'm feeling it kick i mean i want i want her to have had that but no that's just not it's not the show. No. no and it's I, not these characters. I can take the happiness more post-revival fic where it's like they've retired. Mm-hmm. Because you we know, don't have a choice because he made her <laughs> fucking pregnant again. Well, yeah, Sorry. and you can take that Hard baby. It. You know, I don't care if they write that baby in or not. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't mind the AU fix where like one of them already has a baby when they meet. Yes. I don't even I don't even mind AU fix where they meet elsewhere and oh, then yes. have a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's perfectly fine if they're two yeah. different people. Yeah. Like I don't mind that, but like don't take these two X-file people who work for a federal agency and give them this blissful happy just no. Just no. I can't do it. Okay, that was quite. <laughs> that was such a fucking tangent. Not tangent. I mean, it was kind of a tangent. It works. We should leave. We should leave that in. We should. <laughs> and then we should have a whole. I mean, we've already kind of done that conversation, but I feel like we could talk about it forever. So. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Kristen, all right. What is your number one? Um, my number one is a big shocker that it's far and away by Lisa. <laughs> and when we last left the discussion, um, I think the only thing I'll go back to the beginning on is I did enjoy the use of Stevie Nicks lyrics throughout. <laughs> Personally, there, well, yeah. So we left it with um, Scully's at the Olive Garden with her coworker. And she sees Mulder and Fally at the Olive Garden, which I still can't totally believable. Yeah, yeah. I don't even understand why like Mulder and Diana would be like, let's go to the Olive Garden. Endless breadsticks, you guys. That's true. Unless they were on a case and it was the classiest joint in the city. That I would believe. I'm assuming they were not. And I'm trying to remember. So I think it's Scully gets up to go to the bathroom and Mulder follows her or is it the other way around regardless they end up having to talk outside at the restaurant and it's very kind of superficial and Scully kind of feels that he's back together with Diana and knows that he's working with Diana they leave Scully goes back to Atlanta Mulder and Diana have a huge blow up um and end up breaking up and Scully 
goes back and her boyfriend wants them to move in together and she isn't feeling it and she's talking to her friend and her friend and they start talking about Mulder and her friend's like you need to go back and talk to him like you need to have a conversation with him see where he stands where he stood that night you know know where you stand and so she calls Mulder and she's like I'm going to come visit you for the weekend she flies back up to DC um and I think they talk and they realize they both were like, it wasn't just about her staying the night they had sex. And it wasn't just about it being that night, like that he would have, if she hadn't left, he would have still wanted a relationship with her. And I think they have sex there again that night. Not quite sure. But she goes back to the CDC, tells the boyfriend, like the boyfriend knows something's wrong. He accuses her of cheating, I think. Maybe they didn't sleep together. Maybe she didn't sleep with him that night. Do you remember Annie? Okay. Um, but regardless, her and the boyfriend break up because she realizes she's in love with Mulder and wants to be with Mulder. And she ends up moving back to Washington and like shows up in the basement telling Mulder, like, I hear you need a new partner, is how it ends. Mm-hmm. That I, that part I remember. <laughs> um and it's really good and i pulled a couple quotes um this is from after they had sex in the hotel room before she left the first time Mulder stood at the window opening the curtains a little and stared at the traffic below he got out of the bed a few minutes ago fearing scully would wake up and tell him to leave that it had been a mistake that they shouldn't have made love somehow it seemed fitting that this happened when she was leaving Hell, she was already gone. And then for your angst, we'll bring Diana into the second quote. Where Diana says, I bet you wish you were fucking her instead of me, Diana stated. Mulder clicked the television off and started to leave the room, but she wasn't giving up so easy. The truth hurts, doesn't it? Diana began, standing in front of him at the threshold to the kitchen. She left you and you need to accept it. She doesn't want you. Mulder looked at Diana, knowing she was deliberately trying to hurt him and wondering why. She was wrong. Scully wanted him, at least for one night. I have accepted that, he said. He lied. Of course he did. Yeah. But I really liked, like, I liked the character of Robin, her friend that she worked with at the CDC. Mm -hmm. Um, And it does have good Diana angst, and totally we can cut this out. Annie? Yeah. What is your number one? My number one, and I I feel kind of weird because nobody else had this, but it just seemed obvious to me. Okay, hold on. Before you even say it, (laughs) at the very, very top of my list, which I haven't mentioned and I was going to put it at the end, it is on my list. Mm. It is is under unequivocal, tied for first place, but I'm not going to list it because I talk about all of these way too much. Okay. Is this one? And then mine would also be Original Sin. Yeah. Well, Original Sin was number two until I was like, Scully leaves the FBI, not yeah, moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So I had to scoochie, scoochie well, or coochie. I thought oh. about Original Sin and I dropped it because she stayed. It was, yeah. Leaves the FBI. But yeah, I, I was I going just, to, but I just, I mean, I feel like I talk about it too much. I'm conflicted <laughs> about this one because i also talk about it way too much but 
how do you not add it yeah. to the Scully leaves the FBI? That's she goes to work for the syndicate. Um, there's great Mulder MSR sex. Um, she gets infected by the black oil. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's such a yeah. Scully tour de force. Dr. Argyle, I like, I, I just don't know. For those I, of you living under a rock, she's talking about Huffman's on the track. I was about <laughs> I to say, I was about to say the name. I swear. I was about to say the name. Well, and I, I guess like, I assumed someone else would put it on their list. So I went with something. Yeah. I thought maybe people would. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, do, I was like, like, I do think sometimes, cause I'm like, I don't want us always like to have yeah. the same top and we can cut this. Out. I don't want us to always have the same top three. Cause I don't want people to be like, Oh, I just listened to only like three recommendations. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was, it was a big conflict for me, but I couldn't not. And I'm glad I did because nobody else. I feel okay with it. It's a great one. I mean, it, yeah. If you hadn't mentioned it, just like for that other one, but the, uh, the lone gunman one, Mm -hmm. it would have been at the bottom undisputed number one. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So perfect. Yeah. Because it is. It is. It's like the Ching of Fick. Yeah. No, Uh, yeah. It's great. It's great. So if you don't know what I'm talking about. You clearly don't listen to our fucking podcast. (laughs) You need to go read or listen to it ASAP. Um, I couldn't pick a quote, but it's, I can't quote. You want me to grab my sweatshirt? You can just read the back of it? Yeah. I can't quote an entire fic. It's 80,000 words, people. Yeah. It's just, yeah. there's so much emotion that this one evokes in every chapter in different ways. And it, I think the thing that solidifies it for me with Scully leaves the FBI is how much she and Mulder are a unit, how they work together and how familial it all is. Um so for her to go work for the syndicate, you're like, what the fuck? Um, but also uh, kind of like a contrast to that is how like strong Scully is. But anyway, anyway, I, can, I could go on forever. I could go on forever. Just that's my number one. 80,000 words, AO3, the mythopoeic. Uh-huh. 81,000 words-ish. <laughs> I think it's 81. That's it. <laughs> I'm just like sitting here looking at the text thinking I've got a quote. Oh, go for it. I, I don't know what to pull. I want to pull them all. But if you have a great quote, go for it. <laughs> it's a long one. In an they epoch, all are. Yeah, they're all. In an epoch, it would be a jot. In a cartouche, it would be misinterpreted as someone tossing a falcon into Niomis. Under blacklight, it would be invisible. Were it confiscated footage of a motorcade atrocity, it would be studied frame by frame, but remain largely up for broad interpretation. In the wild, it would be the moment when the naturalist's pen is plucked away by simian fingers. Were it a rush of expectancy in the shadows of long-term parking at Woodrum Field in Roanoke, Virginia, it would be the expectation, which had not been expectation all these years, but had been patience, a patience which did not allow itself to be expectation, because who would call it that? knowing her, knowing him, and as she released the latch plate of her seatbelt and rose up into his space, he mocked the patient as it lifted away, for thinking it would hold him forever. She changed everything, everything in their lives, everything in their past, everything forever, 
her face moving against his as she triangulated her ingress, her hand kneading his shoulder, her tongue just inside her mouth with its bivalve suck, his seatbelt locked up in masochistic sweetness, Scully's hand rasped noisily over his ear. And it was so easy, so fluid and crucial and toothsome. And the real miracle, obvious now, was that through the sideshow tumult of inopportunity, near misses, dumb luck, and intense collusion, they had never fumbled into this activity before. That's my favorite. It will always be my favorite. I fucking love it. It is one of the best first kisses ever. When I was reading it, like when we were reading it, like originally, Mm -hmm. like the first time, I literally stopped at the end of that chapter, went back and just recorded that whole thing. And I think I've got Mm -hmm. it on my phone somewhere just because I was like, oh, I think that I'm pretty sure that it is entitled best first kiss ever. (laughs) The the wave file or however you recorded it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the title. <laughs> it's in there as best first kiss ever because I was just like, ugh. So Hovelmans, just go fucking read it already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we say that every time. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, no, it's so, just perfect. It, it is. It's it's. I mean, within what like. 10 hours of me asking people for quotes for that we had enough to put on a fucking shirt like i mean because it is amazing um okay anyways (laughs) we vector sorry anytime i read that word i think of that fic as well um okay so my honorable mentions just gonna I only have three um okay so Sawdade by Anna Vincent which is uh on Gossamer I don't know how long it is because it's an honorable mention I don't whatever um it almost made my top three um Scully is off she's working at a hospital somewhere um and Skinner shows up because Mulder's gone missing, and of course she has to drop everything and try to find him. Um, all while just kind of coming, to, it's, a, it's kind of like really introspective. Well, she's like coming to grips with why she left, why she shouldn't have left, and what he actually means to her. Um, she ends up tracking him down, and they have sort of a heart to heart. She learns some things about him, and he learns that she was jealous. Uh, and then in the end, she ends up coming back to the FBI. Um, it's short, I think maybe like three K. I don't know. (laughs) It says Uh, here it is 22 K, but that's, um, characters. Yeah. 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 It's not, I mean, it's not super short, but it's not long. But it was just good, you know. It was because she had like her own life and she just kind of like dropped everything. I was like, okay, yeah. This is where I should be. Um so and then also I have I Try by Diana Fowley, which is also on Gossamer. Um, this isn't my favorite fic, but it was just kind of interesting. Um, and this is okay, this is me cheating whatever um, it has scully 
she leaves for Salt Lake City and she's actually in Salt Lake City and she's been gone for a while maybe I think it's maybe like three months or so and they hadn't talked to each other and he just like out of the blue calls her and like hey do you know that the 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 sightings of of UFOs in Salt Lake City have risen 35% in the last three months since you've been out there and they're just yeah just stupid Mulder shit and so they have this conversation and you know she's really glad that he called and they start talking and like calling each other like the friends that they couldn't really have been sort of because they were partners but like they have these conversations and they're like building this relationship cross country um and then you know they basically realize like they're in love with each other and she uh they like go and visit each other and things happen um yeah but they eventually end up together and they're like working on like being in the same place and it was just it was just interesting to watch them just kind of build that um and then my last honorable mention (laughs) i can't even pronounce this name interregnum by gwendolyn uh it's rated m um this barely made my list but it was one of those that just kind of like caught me. Um, this one is weird. Scully leaves the FBI because she disappears again, not because of whatever. Um, and Mulder is just a hot mess trying to find her and he keeps meeting up with people and informants trying to look for information. And so one of them meets him at a diner and the waitress there, his name is Lily, but she's Scully or she looks just like her that kind of still sort of remains to be seen turns out that she got amnesia but it was four years ago not like four months ago like how long scully's been gone and he tries to get her to help him um and then finally accepts that she can't be his scully and it's just it's all a bit just convoluted (laughs) and crazy and um but I couldn't stop. He ends up sleeping with her, which is a kink that I don't think that I knew that I had. Um, <laughs> Mulder sleeps with Scully, but not Scully, but kind of Scully, but not Scully. Whatever. Um, and there isn't, there isn't even really like any sort of resolution, but you have like, he kind of gets like a new lead or there's kind of like hope, you know, for him finding his Scully at the end but it was just it was interesting just interesting so not super i want to say uplifting but yeah find his okay interesting yeah Yeah. this not it's not a happy ending yeah not an awful ending but it's not yeah it was it was it was definitely different and maybe i just needed different Different is good. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Kristen, honorable I, mentions. I have four. I have one last word by Ebrolf. I'm gonna butcher that. Sure. Um, it's on Gossamer. It's it's short, it's like 1,700 words. Um, it basically Scully record does a tape recording of why she's leaving Mulder. 
Um, she records her reasons for it, um, trying to explain to him why she has to leave. And that, like, she really wants him to understand that she's leaving the X Files, she's leaving the FBI, but she's not leaving him. Mm. Um, and then I've got Making a Family by Sarah B on Gossamer. It's longer, it's like 9K. Uh, so Mulder meets a woman in a bar named Angie, who is just not great. And Scully gets fed up, leaves. Mulder eventually comes to his senses and he tracks down where Scully is, uh, shows up at her house. She's living in the country in kind of the middle of nowhere. And when he shows up, he sees that she has these twins living with her. And it kind of dives down a syndicate route of they eventually learn that the two, the twins she has, she had adopted. It was the kids of her nurse because she's a doctor again. And the nurse had died. But really, the nurse was used like as an incubator and the twins are actually Mulder and Scully's kids. See, it fits what you like, Rachel. <laughs> you have my attention. <laughs> Um, and the kids are like super intelligent. Um, she had been homeschooling them because they had basically tested out of public school. Um, and basically, I mean, it does have a happy ending. Like it's, you know, Mulder and Scully and these kids against the world, basically. Perfect. That's as it should be. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, then there's the parting by Miranda. Um, Scully walks into work one day, tells Mulder she's leaving and she has to go. And he says, you, you can't leave me. Um, he kisses her and she's like, I still have to leave you. Like, and he's like, you can't deny you felt something. And she's like, it doesn't matter. I still have to go. And she says goodbye and walks out the door. It's very short. It's like two pages long. All right. Um, and then I've got cows and cell phones by Epony 119 and Mystic on Gossamer which is totally out there and kind of kooky. Um, Scully has left the FBI. She's trying to forge her own path, but in doing so, she buys a haunted house and she's been ignoring Mulder. Like she even packed her cell phone into a box when she left because she didn't want to talk to him. He follows her and they end up in her house and she really didn't, plan well which isn't really scully like but you kind of have to just go with it and so they're in this house and she only has a mattress the utilities haven't been turned on there's no lights they can't find her cell phone Mulder like loses his cell phone in like the first five minutes and then they start seeing some ghosts and every time Mulder sees a ghost he passes out but they end up eventually having this like heartfelt conversation about feelings and about why she felt unappreciated and had to leave and like why she wanted to start her life over again um there is some really hot sex midway in the middle for no real reason other than to have sex between Mulder and Scully while a ghost watches them have sex which is you know interesting (laughs) um and they get done having sex and they see she sees the ghost watching them and she tells Mulder not to look because she doesn't want him passing out on her right after having sex um but basically then the morning comes around and Mulder's like, well, what are we going to do now? Like you've left and you bought this house and she's basically like, well, you can move in with me if you want. And then that's how they leave it. It's really, it's a funny kooky story that 
I don't mean this as a negative. It felt like they didn't know how to wrap it up. So they just threw an ending at it. Yeah. Interesting. But I started reading and it was just kind of. You couldn't stop. Yeah, I couldn't stop with the criteria and it's funny and, you know. Sometimes I like it when things are so wacky. Oh, yeah. You're like, I got to get into this one. This this is a good one. Like I was, it totally felt like you were in the Han Mansion at Disneyland, like Mm -hmm. the way they wrote it. Like totally not real, go- like I don't not very cartoony ghosts and things like that. Interesting. But it was fun, and I kind of like Mulder fainting every time he saw a ghost because you know he's supposed to be Mulder. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Paranormal can't handle it. Oh, and I liked that the house was on Christopher Robin Lane. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Adorbs. Those are my four. Lovely. Annie, what about you? Yeah, I don't really have a lot of honorable mentions, but now that I know we're allowed to have Scully doesn't leave the FBI, she just leaves. (laughs) I will throw in um, Original Sin by Syntax 6, but I, I had a hard time finding ones that I really loved where she leaves the FBI entirely. Um, so I wasn't prepared with more. I just, I was very solid on these ones. Um, yeah, sorry. I don't, I don't have honorable mentions, which it's okay. I guess original sin is awesome. It is. So does anyone remember the one then where Scully gets sent to Salt Lake city and finds out she's pregnant? Once she gets to Salt Lake City. No, but I want to read it. And it wait. See, because that's the one like if that was the first one that came to mind if she stayed in the FBI but just got like left the X Files. And I can't huh. remember who wrote it. Scully pregnant Salt Lake City. Yeah, I'm trying to look it up. Does it feel old or new? Oh, it was old. It was old. Hmm. Like it would probably be a gossamer. It's probably one of the ones that had like uh, a very vague summary that I was like, eh, that's really that might be what I'm looking for but I'm not going to read all 217 characters to find out well and I didn't even bother searching for it because I was like oh but it leaves the F yeah 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 so I was trying (laughs) to follow the rules and I'm a cheat it's okay I only had I mean technically I only had one cheat in my top three Technically. But only because we didn't really get any resolution with my number one. Because you don't know when she left or if she left. But it's been 15 years and they hadn't seen each other. So. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. But I talk oh, about well, her somehow I ended up on an OnlyFans. Whoa, okay. Whoa. <laughs> That's <laughs> cute. 
Okay. That's not, that wasn't it. I love that for you though. Thank you. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I just wasn't expecting it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm just trying to find it. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I'll dive in some more, some other day. Yeah. I'll have to search. Ask, um, Yeah, those people. Um, those people. For fuck's sake. The fandom? Um, yeah, ask. I mean, you can put it on the Facebook page, but. Yeah. Or even um, group chat. Yeah, ask Keisha. Yeah. Or Karina. Yeah. yeah, either one of them will figure it out. They're my go-to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I asked a couple people, so we'll see. Awesome. Let us know. Because I want to read that one. Yeah. Because I can see that. I can see a canon divergent where they, like, had sex once and, oh, look, there's a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Because one of them doesn't. But, like, for them both to be working... Dryad aside, because Dryad is wonderful. Because <laughs> Aloysia Vergata. Um, but yeah, no, you can't keep them on the on the X Files and have them be all. Oh yeah, no, no. Mm-mm. Nope. All right. Oh my god, my animals are getting anxious because nine thirty is bedtime snack time, and it's past that. Mm. All right. Have a good night, everyone. That That was fun. It was. All right. All All right. right. Bye. Bye.